Well, hi, this is episode 176 of the Guardian Project Podcast. I'm your host, Andy, and I'm here to hold the gates. And I'm your other host, Mike. And uh, not many people have heard about this upcoming Universes Beyond M&M secret lair featuring combination cards. The product is tagged melds in your mouth, not in your hand. Please listen carefully. And this is the podcast about Commander. Our favorite Magic the Gathering format. And this week we are going to be walking through the pearly gates and talking about Mazes End. So it's all things gates and all things Mazes End alternate win condition. Yeah, we're gonna visit every single gate. We're going on, we're going on a trip, mm-hmm. right? We're gonna visit it's a vacation. Them all. It is a real vacation. Mm-hmm. We got 10 stops. That's like and like two different that's a long cruise that's like a two-week cruise yeah. or like a road trip at least two different planes of existence if you're going to all 21 we're going to all then the you're gates. going to three different planes three planes of existence, of existence? okay or wherever afr takes place uh yeah that's yeah that's and it. then you got down right 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 um but before we do that we have some people we want to thank yeah and that is all of you listeners and especially all of our patrons. Um, if you want to support us, you can head to patreon.com slash guardian project pod and donate for any dollar amount. And you can find us online on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, if you hop on over to Google and search for guardian project podcast, you will find us. And if you want to send us an email, you can go ahead and do that at guardian project pod at gmail.com. So the secret layer 30th anniversary countdown came out when as of the time of recording it was today yes and uh it was sold out in like 45 minutes mm-hmm. and it felt very much like the war of the spark mythic edition mm. all over again I, I saw some messages and stuff online about people's like oh i don't know if my order went through or if it got canceled <laughs> or blah, blah, blah. and yeah no you're right i did get those vibes yeah i um i i got one email confirmation and two credit card charges nice, nice. um so I'm just gonna watch. Maybe I'll get a second email confirmation. Sure. That'd be great. Um, but I did, I do, I do show it in my order history. So hopefully that arrives on time. I'm excited. Um, but I did see quite a bit of that. But I also had tweeted that if uh if I didn't get an order, I was totally fine taking a consolation uncut <laughs> sheet of these really cool of these really cool cards. I would frame it as well. That would yeah. be aw- I would like to see what a secret layer uncut sheet looks like if they print like 12 secret layers at a time and the uncut or if it would be one secret layer repeated 50 times or something yeah like if, you, if you look at like the war of the spark one it's like the same cards just re you know restarted later in the mm-hmm. line so but um it was funny there were other people that were like you know what i would also go for that uncut sheet yeah, so i not? guess if you're not gonna get my order <laughs> refund me it's not that big of a deal i'll take an uncut sheet um and we also have a new patron lynn frank thank, thank you, you so much. much um what is our we're in a uh graphic design course this semester okay so we're gonna need help with that i don't do graphic design well i'm learning photoshop as some of you may have seen in some of our thumbnails i figured out how to do an outline on a person (laughs) and it only took me like six times and also calling chris wolf to tell me what i did wrong (laughs) um so i've been learning photoshop so lynn um you're in our photoshop class with us yep um in terms of group projects and photoshop it's like you can't really work on the same canvas very well so everyone does their own thing but you, you have to match the best theme. and you pick you the can, best yes, one yes definitely have to yeah, you all do one. it and then you show each other how to do it and then mm-hmm. you submit the assignment maybe you want to combine them you could frankenstein your projects together at the end yeah 
And then and uh, us. I mean us. This is us. This is our project. All of us together. No, you take your own photo. Like you, you take a photo, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna make one YouTube thumbnail. Okay. So you just have to give someone. You're you're working in the left side. <laughs> someone's on the right, and someone's in the middle. And you just put them together, and you hope they work. It just kind of reminds <laughs> me of those pictures you saw of like there's like you put an average person's face, and you have fifty of them overlap, and it be, or fifty people's faces overlap, and it becomes an average person's face, and then it just looks exactly like me because I'm just like an average looking white dude or whatever. <laughs> that's what it would end up being okay all right well i think it's time for us to call the gate watch gates Gates. we're talking about maze's end um maze's end is an alternate win condition um the card is a land it enters the battlefield tapped it has tapped to add one colorless to your mana pool um, and then it also has pay three and tap it, return Maze's End to its owner's hand, search your library for a gate card, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. And if you control 10 or more gates with different names, you win the game. I love alternate win cons. Have you have you ever played with Maze's End? No. But I've you never, played against it quite I've played, a bit. Yeah, I play against Maze's End so much. Uh, never played with it and haven't even drafted it in the in your cube or anything, even though it is technically a draftable thing it's an archetype yeah and no one's ever won it was drafted once and someone got all you know got i think at the time there were 11 gates mm-hmm. um they never got there unfortunately no mazes end i've had a mazes end deck i would say for a couple years ever since nimizit reborn came out so war of the spark yeah so we got nimizit reborn and then i and i kept it a ravnica themed deck at first mm-hmm. it was just cards from ravnica and then i realized I was playing like Mazes End on hard mode that way. Definitely. So I said, well, let me switch this out. And I started adding cards that um, would just go get gates or would just synergize better with two color themes, um, bring delight, just yeah. generic good cards. And that's kind of a tough thing. And we'll talk about it a little bit later when we talk about how to search for your gates and uh, all of the one color options to search for your gates that you don't necessarily want to put in your Nifmizit deck. Yeah, it's tough. But I have enjoyed playing this a lot. I've um had very good results without spoiling yeah. everything that is um going to be talked about honestly in like i can't believe it's like seven weeks now mm-hmm. uh at the end of your show i've had good results very good results with <laughs> nim visit reborn <laughs> gates since we've gotten all of the new gates nice. so let's let's talk about the gates that we currently have that we can play with um the original gates came out in the return to ravnica block each represented a guild pairing giving us 10 Two color gates, they all enter the bat- battlefield tap. So these are the named guilds, uh, Azorius Guildgate, Izzet Guildgate, Golgari Guildgate, one for each of the guilds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we uh, also are, when we go back to Ravnica, uh, for the most recent Ravnica sets we got with Guilds of Ravnica, Ravnica Allegiance, and War of the Spark, we got one brand new gate there, and that is Gateway Plaza. And this is the one where you have to pay one mana when it comes in, um, otherwise you have to sacrifice. Yeah, it's like Trans Guild Promenade, but mm-hmm. gate, so... Yes. Um, probably, probably my least favorite gate. Not going to lie. It's, it's not a great one. I don't really like that gate. Uh, and then we had commander legends battle for Baldur's gate, which gave us nine more gates. They gave us the thriving gates, which are named after the thriving lands that came out in jumpstart. So they come and tapped, they tap for a specific color, but when they enter, you choose another color. And then it's just a gate that taps for the one printed on it and whatever you chose. And then four other gates that each had a unique ability. One is a creature pump. One is token generation. Um, 
treasure token generation. Um, another makes all of your gates enter untapped. And then finally, the namesake Baldur's Gate, which is kind of like Nick those Shrine to Nick's, but for, for gates, um, mm-hmm. which is a very good gate. I really liked all the gates that we got in Commander of Legends Battle for Baldur's Gate. Uh, notably, that's the only legendary gate that there is. Um, and I actually had a side, a, just a quick sidebar. Do you run that legendary land in Niambi? And is there space for it? Battle for Bal- or Baldur's, just Baldur's Gate. Gate. It's just I a don't. colorless legendary land. I don't because there's too many other colorless legendary okay. lands. Fair that enough. I, I need all the color mana <laughs> I can get. But there is one more gate that we got in Dominaria United, and that is the Thran Portal, uh, which is a gate where you can choose what color uh, it taps for when it enters the battlefield. But it is a pain land, so it's gonna it's gonna hurt you a little bit. You know, this is the one I have not added this to to my to my gate deck yet, only because um, I've only played it ten times since I put it back together. Which mm-hmm. you know. Only 10 times does sound funny because that's actually quite, that's a lot. That's a lot, that's, that's a a lot, lot of, that's a lot, a lot of, of times, but it enters tapped. It's a, it's a fast gate. It's like a fast basic gate. So it enters tapped unless you control two or other fewer lands, which that's tough if you get it late in the game and you don't have something that's making them untapped, but it sure. also is, is only one land type. So you don't get to choose two. It's going to be like a plains gate or a mountain gate. It's not two colors. So it's tough, but if you are looking just, to max your gates that will that will round you out i say round you out because it's an odd number at 21 Mm -hmm. 21 Mm -hmm. total gates to play um i run 20 in my gate deck the only one that i don't run is three and portal and i do not have a problem keeping up and i think it's because of the way that gate decks function sure they're like they're playing for the late game and they just have a lot of good cards in them and Mm -hmm. i don't think it matters which of the top gate commanders that you're playing or what, you know, the strategies are just, they're just like good cards. And if you make it through your whole vacation and you have in fact visited all 10 gates, uh-huh. you had a successful vacation. Otherwise you just had a good time. Hopefully you had a good time. I yeah. hope you did. Yeah. So should you run every gate in a gate deck? That's the question I think we want to, we want to talk about. And I think the answer is you, you do because I've experienced it firsthand having one land blown up or two of them milled. And until we had Commander Legend Battle for Baldur's Gate, we only had 11 gates that were legal if you played a five color commander. Mm-hmm. And the number of times that I had to rely on the Simic Tamio from War of the Spark to return a card from your graveyard back to your hand or to rely on a card like Regrowth to just get a card back. It was it was very stressful and sure. and it didn't feel fun when someone was on incidental mill mm-hmm. just not even mill because if someone said I'm playing mill I wouldn't play gates because sure. it's just it's too difficult. Sure. Um, but I I don't stress about gates now because I have twenty of them. That's pretty nice. So you mill five, you destroy two. Mm-hmm. I'm still good. It's still in this pile or in my hand. Yeah, I. I remember playing your gates deck before all the Baldur's Gate gates came back out and stuff. And there were a lot of, of dead draws uh, when you had, like when you draw a card and now with having 20 gates, it's either going to get you closer to a maze's end, or it's going to be a spell uh, for the most part. Yeah. There's, there's what 15, 17 other lands maybe in the entire deck. 
Um, and you also mentioned that you are setting up for late game. And I understand why you say that, you know, you kind of have a lot of uh, a control aspect to it because you have your alternate win conditions. And I think a lot of alternate win conditions are like that. You yeah. control up until you win. Um, but at the same time, um, I did look at, at my logs a little bit here for when I've uh, lost to your and to your um, mazes and wins. And I do think they do happen between turns seven and 10 still. That is crazy because yeah. I don't track. I don't track that. So mm -hmm. Mike does. So I will have to. We'll talk about that. The, the, I think we need to spend time on that show. Yeah, the last time we did, you did play that and you won with it. I, I think, I think all like, for lack of a better term, the everything was in the cards. But uh, I think you ended up winning on the end of turn six, right before turn seven, which or was crazy like because I think what I did was I ramped on two, three, four, mm -hmm. and then I had the all star in the deck. And we'll talk about some some all stars mm -hmm. when we talk about these. But like Gretchen Titchwillow, yes. I think is by far the best card that I could possibly play in a Gates deck. She is a 0-4 that has pay four. You draw a card and you can put a land from your hand onto the battlefield. I left four mana up. If you go back and watch, I think probably our last stream with Niv-Mizzet, it got to the person who was just before me and they go, oh wait, we lost. Yeah. We They knew that I had Mazes End in my hand. Mm -hmm. I already had nine Gates out. And I Gretchen Titchwell it, I drew, put mazes in at the end of my opponent's turn. Then on my turn, I untapped and I just activated it, which yep. got me my 10th gate. So there's a lot of utility that we have gotten for, for Maze's End. Definitely. And I don't think that it's a dead win condition. I think it's actually very fun. And you you can run whatever you want in the deck alongside like ramp spells mm -hmm. and just have fun. So I know that mine is also not the most popular sure. of the gate commanders. Sure. So so my experience is a little different, but um, that's how I play it. So on top of those 21 legal gates, though, there is also Thespian Stage, Vesuva, and Mirage Mirror that could give you more gates, but those don't help you into the Maze's End win condition because they have to be differently named They have gates. to be different named gates. Unless you s play with stickers. And you make, oh no, but stickers can only go on non-lands, so it won't work. <laughs> You'd have to make it, yeah, nope, there's not a way to do it. Is it Eldrazi <laughs> Gate? Is it Eldrazi <laughs> Gate? You know, that's really funny. Yeah, yeah. No, so I, I don't run anything. I'm not making extra copies like with Orvar. I'm not doing any of that. But um, there's kind of a lot that goes into making gate, gate decks work. So um, let's talk with things that work really, really well with gates. Um, because the goal here is to get nine gates and a maze's end untapped with three mana available. So that, that's all you're doing here, right? You Your plan do. is get and nine gates and out. survive to that turn, I suppose, but yeah. Co correct. Yep. So you, you have to have nine because maze's end will grab the 10th and then you will win. So mm -hmm. you, you need to get nine and then it counts. I mean, you could treat it like 10. Um, so we need to find lots of gates. Mm -hmm. So... There's a couple like circuitous route um, that will search for gates directly to the battlefield. So circuitous route is a sorcery for three and a green. So search your library for two basic lands and or gate cards. Put them onto the battlefield tapped and shelf your library. I play this. It's great. Can't complain. Yeah. And you get a very uh, similar spell with explore the underdark. Um, also being able to grab gates uh, or basic lands and put them onto the battlefield. But then you also get to. Um, gain the initiative or uh, explore explore the dungeon with that one which you know just some added value uh, find some basics draw some cards cry some stuff yeah i i did add that i have enjoyed exploring the undercity but i mostly just don't know what's in the undercity because i don't 
I don't run any other undercity yeah, it's cards. It's like the 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 I I know the like you obviously there's creating treasures and drawing cards inside of it. The very first one is you search for a basic land to put in your hand, and the very last one is you get to look at like the top ten cards of your library and put a creature from among them into play. Put three plus one plus one counters on it, and it gains hexproof until your next turn. For me, it was just an added perk, and people were happy that they of could course. steal it. I in that game I played it, I never got it back. Mm -hmm. I didn't really actually care at all about mm -hmm. making it through. I just wanted the gates that right. i was getting and someone else was happy because i gave them the ability to to dungeoneer yeah through the undersea and the initiative is great because you don't need to uh build into it to continue to right. start because it just keeps triggering and then there's some cards that we can tutor gates directly to your hand like open the gates a sorcery for a single green mana search your library for a basic land or gate card reveal it put it into your hand and then shuffle yeah, we have Great Gate Creeper Vine, which is a two mana zero two plant with Defender. When it enters the battlefield, you can search your library for a basic or gate, reveal it, put it in your hand and shuffle. And then District Guide is an Elf Scout creature for two and a green. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, search your library for a basic land or a gate card, reveal it, put it in your hand and shuffle your library. So I, I you know, can't complain. Yeah, we also have a, um, a, a, a brand new, well, brand new. This is from Baldur's Gate, um, but this is maybe the newest gate fetch land or fetch fetchable thing here and this is on an artifact navigation orb for three generic mana it's an artifact you can pay two generic mana to sacrifice it and search your library for up to two basic lands and or gates reveal those cards and you put one onto the battlefield tapped and the other into your hand so it's cultive gate cultive gate yes. oh i like that name i do run this um i don't think i've actually used it yet but mm -hmm. navigation orbs in there it is it is pretty mana intensive. If if you're saying that I won on turn seven, this costs three and then also two to activate. Mm -hmm. So it's it's good. It's on the higher end of, um, or the slower end of searching searching for gates here. But you know what? We will take them all because not every game is going to turn out successful. It's you true. might you might have thirteen gates like I did one time before you find Maze's End because you can't find anything to get the stupid Maze's End. But then you find Maze's End and everything's fine, right? Yeah. It, well, and then you play it tapped, and everybody looks at you and goes. We have to kill you right now. No, we have to kill you or we have to chaos warp that away. We have to chaos warp it away. Now, we do need to find mazes end specifically. So let's talk about searches that can get any land like crop rotation. Fantastic instant speed spell, one green mana as an additional cost to cast the spell sack of land. You probably got a basic. You probably have something you, you might not necessarily need. Sacrifice it. Search your library for a land. Put it onto the battlefield and shuffle your library. This one's great if you have crop rotation in hand, some generic land, and you have your nine gates. You're going to do this at the end of somebody's turn. They won't see it coming. Crop rotation is top tier and i know it is implied but if you're if you're dumb like me um mazes end is not a gate uh i thought it was for a really long time yeah it's not it's not a gate itself yeah and that's why we have these cards in here to search so um template discovery uh is one of my favorite uh ramp cards in, in green um this one allows you to search for any land uh, in your library and put it on the battlefield and then each opponent can also search their library for a land and each opponent who does allows you to search for a land from your library and put it on the battlefield field and uh, we will we will it's fine as long as your opponents don't run wasteland and strip mine and 
all that, everything will be totally fine. And you're about to ramp yourself uh, to a maze's end and three more gates and everything's going to be great. Exactly. Um, I like Sylvan Scrying personally. One in a green, sorcery speed, search your library for a land card, reveal it, put it in your hand, shuffle your library. So this one doesn't go to the battlefield, but guess what? I can still get it. Uh, Hour of Promise is a, a, a ramp card that I run in Lands Matter and non-Lands Matter decks um, because it's a five mana sorcery that allows you to search for two of any lands in, in your library, put them on the battlefield tap, doesn't matter what those lands are. There is an upside if you control three or more deserts. When those lands come into play, you get two, two, two black zombie creature tokens, but... Um, I've never put deserts in a deck. You have a desert deck, though. I have a desert deck. Our <laughs> promises in there, but it's not going to do anything in your in your gates no. deck. Next is a creature, Elvish Reclaimer, a one-two elf warrior for a green. It gets plus two, plus two as long as there's three or more lands in your graveyard. In this strategy, you're really hoping that your gates are not in your graveyard, um, but you can pay two and tap it, sacrifice a land, search your library for a land, and put it onto the battlefield tap so you can grab any gate that you want. If you just need a lot of mana, grab Baldur's Gate. If you need Maze's End, though, these are specifically there to get that card. Maze's End can slowly ramp you into the Maze's End win, so it's still usually the right option to grab mazes at. Definitely. Um, we already talked about how we are trying to go a little bit into the later game and play some control. So why not ramp and control at the same time with a card like Piers Whim for three and a green? You can have each for each player you choose friend or foe. So you can also use this political to try to get someone on your side. For each friend, they search their library for a land, put it on the battlefield tapped, and then shuffle their library. And each foe uh, sacrifices an artifact or an enchantment they control. Yeah. Love it. I don't see this card played at all. Though. I don't run this. I don't think that I've ever seen this card run either. It's Ugh. very good. Or you just want a giant creature with reach. You can play Elvenwald Hydra, four green green. Its power and toughness are equal to the number of lands you control. And when it enters, you search for a land. You put it out of the battlefield, tapped and shuffle. Simple as that. Um, a lot of people know what this card is, but maybe don't know that it can grab lands, and that's Wargate. Wargate is a sorcery for X, green, white, blue. So search your library for a permanent card with converted mana cost X or less, put it into play, and then shuffle your library. It does say permanent. Yeah. So you can get a land for X equals zero? Mm -hmm. that's, no problem. So three, That's pretty good. A three mana, find your mazes end. Three mana, find your mazes end, and then finally a sorcery. We're reaping and then we're sowing, which is four mana. You choose one, destroy target land or search your library for a land card, put it onto the battlefield um, and then shuffle your library. It has entwined for one and a green. So you can pay six mana and do both, but you could just pay four and go get yourself your mazes end. I've also never seen this card played. I've before. never seen I've never seen it played, but <laughs> it's specifically, and I think this is why, is I'm playing a five color gates deck yes. and I don't need all these mono color cards because mm -hmm. I also built mine around like, guild synergy so i'm also trying to draw as many cards off of niv mizzet reborn mm -hmm. so i split the strategy and maybe that's the plan which one's worse yeah playing against all these really good cards i threw in that are two color or oopsies almost amazes end that's that's the plan confusion <laughs> it's total confusion but the two best cards that i think we've got um are first reshape the earth fantastic card that came out in commander legends mm -hmm. uh for six green 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 nine mana which seems like a lot um you search your library for up to 10 land cards put them onto the battlefield tapped and then shuffle so if you already have your mazes end if you have the mana to reshape the earth and then activate mazes end, you just win after you cast this spell definitely it's great you can also grab mazes end off of this and if you want to do it um maybe a turn earlier or something maybe you'll be able to do it with escape shift uh, 
Fantastic. Yeah, so instead of just finding all the brand new lands, in this case, you would sacrifice any number of lands to search your library for up to that many land cards, put them on the battlefield, tap and shuffle your library. So, um, you know, filter all your basics into gates plus a maze's end and then uh, win the game. Win the game. Now, extra land drops is fantastic when you're playing gate decks. Yes. You need to just, because your gates are coming in tapped, so you need to get as many in as you can because you need to get as much man as you can to play the bigger spells. One of my favorite, Growth Spiral, pay uh, blue and a green, instant speed, draw a card, you can put a land from your hand onto the battlefield. Really good stuff. Yeah, um, I know that there are, I mean, like a majority of all these cards are in at least green, right? Green They are, plus and fortunately, in, in the top, the top commanders we're going to talk about, sure. two of them are five colors, and then one... Um, Spoiler alert, it's three colors. It's Saltai because it's a deck form for gates. Um, these cards, most of them are Simic as well, which works in all of them. Yeah. Because you can run them in the Saltai deck. Um, I was just curious looking down the list if there were any non-greens because there is a couple colorless options you can play too. Um, maybe not the most efficient, but Walking Atlas uh, for two generic mana. It's a 1-1 construct. You can tap it to put a land from your hand into play um, or Gear Per Ori, which is a four mana artifact that allows all players to play an additional land on each of their turns. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna bring it back. I know I mentioned it, but Gretchen Tichwello is an all-star, a creature that lets you draw a card and put a land from your hand onto the battlefield. The goal here is to put on your blinders. You're not going to care about what anyone else is doing. You're going to just put out gates and you're going to try to win with gates. But gates come in tapped and that's not really fun because sometimes you need the mana right away. Yeah. So you you want to run cards like Amulet of Vigor, which um, is an artifact. And it says if um, a permanent would enter the battlefield tapped, you untap it. Now, there are a few other effects out there that can do something similar as uh, 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 Amulet of Vigor. And I wanted to pick your brain a little bit and see how your feelings were on cards like Arkelios Lagoon Mystic. So this is a four mana Turtle Shaman for one in Saltai, one black, green, blue. You get a two, four that says, as long as Arkelios Lagoon Mystic is tapped, other permanents enter the battlefield tapped. And as long as it is untapped, other permanents enter the battlefield untapped. So using him as an untapped creature to have your gates come in untapped, there is still... Um, the downside of now your opponent's stuff comes in untapped or you can play into That's an it. That's upside. <laughs> well, upside for your opponents, but not necessarily for you. Um, but then there, you could play into the Arkelios, have it untapped for yourself, tap it at the end of your turn and have all your opponent's stuff come in tapped. Maybe that's a feels bad moment. So I wanted to pick your brain on, uh, do so, you play Arkelios and why not? No, I don't. I'm running a two color deck. So it feels really bad to have three color cards okay, okay. because I can't get them off of Nivis at Reborn. Although I've got plenty of mono green cards. The only reason that I'm running a three color card, like nine, fingers keen in my deck is just because it is a gates deck sure. and i can do it i don't like it personally because a lot of these gates decks that i that or at least mine that i play and ones that i've seen i'm running a lot of board wipes which just doesn't really make sense for me to do that when i'm ultimately looking to draw a supreme verdict or 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 something to just blow up the board anyway okay um i don't i don't run that myself but there's no reason i wouldn't run that if i was running nine fingers keen Right. So, because, but nine figures digs for gates. So, there's a reason. It digs there. for gates, but it's also in Sultai, and true. you're not running the same package, right? Yes. If you're doing true, a true, five true. color deck, I think mine's going to look way different than yeah, a Sultai deck. That's very so true. I would run that there, but um, 
So Seaborn Muse would then run into a similar issue with the the board wipes and stuff too, which doesn't necessarily do exactly the same thing. It untaps your stuff on your other opponent's turns, but that could help you with early mazes and triggers and stuff. But Wilderness Reclamation as an enchantment would survive. So I run both both Seaborn Muse and Wilderness Reclamation specifically because I run cards like Gretchen Titchwillow, which I can activate every single turn. And if you can get an extra land drop with Maze's End, you can activate Maze's End, return to your hand, get a gate, and then you you can put a gate into play with some other card. Like there's some things that if you can like get the pieces of the puzzle together, mm-hmm. you can be dropping mazes and on other people's turns. Yes. And it's pretty cool. And then, so I do and run then untap it. And then and, do, and, and your friends go, oops, he's at five, six, seven, eight. No, oh, he's at, he's at eight. His turn. And, is he going to get to 10? And then, and then you're hoping. Yeah. And if you look at your hand and you have one tutor for a gate, you're golden. If you look at your hand, you go shoot. I got nothing. Draw cards. You got Niv Mizzet. You leave all your mana up and you make everybody (laughs) think that you've got something really, really good when in reality you're sweating because you just need one more gate. And the the feel bad when you cast Niv Mizzet just looking for a spell to hope you find more gates, but then you reveal 10 gates. Oof. Yeah. Don't do that. you, You do. You do. Now, the other thing is you have to protect your gates once you have them. Um, We are big proponents of targeted land destruction mm-hmm. uh ghost quarters field of ruin um chaos warp generous gifts um, they're, they're peace, great and peace within hit lands maybe i don't remember i'm you look that up okay, while i talk I about the first card though which is veil of summer um it's an instant speed for one green uh spell that says draw a card if an opponent cast a blue or black spell this turn spells you control can't be countered you and permanents you control gain hexproof from blue and black until end of turn this one's a little um specific so if someone is using a land to remove remove your card um you're not going to get around it but i prefer heroic intervention another instant speed spell permanents you control gain hexproof and indestructible so someone goes to destroy that land no you don't actually i don't want you to I'm back with the notes on Beast Within. It destroys target permanent. So we're definitely destroying lands with that one too. Perfect. And then we have uh, Lazatet Plating, which is an instant speed for one and a blue um, that has the upside of amassing for one. So you do get a, a zero, zero. You could put a plus one, plus one counter on it. So you basically get a one, zombie. one zombie. Got a blocker. Um, and it says you and permanents you control gain hexproof until end of turn. So any of those targeted spells, get those out of here. Get out of here. Now I see you wrote down some notes here asking me if I'm curious about Terra Eternal or Tomic Distinguished Advocate or Sacred Ground. Cards that I typically run in my Noyandar deck. Yes. I'm not. Okay. They give I... lands indestructible mm-hmm. um, or if um, you know Tomic is out it says that your lands can't be targeted specifically. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think they're great. If you want to build um, a gates deck, you have all these options. Right. I just I am having trouble changing things because like the one the one time that like that one card did that really good play. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, 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 no. it's too good. Can't remove it. (laughs) And it's like, well, Andy, it actually just worked really well that one time. I go, no, I'm not changing it. Mm -hmm. But um, Tomic's fun. And I I always have good, you know, good memories um, of this card because I I went to get it signed at MTG Vegas Mm -hmm. uh, last year uh, by Johannes Voss. And when I brought it out to be signed, he goes, do you actually run this? <laughs> and I go, well, I have it in a cube. And he goes, it's not a very good card, right? And I go, not really. He goes, okay. And he signed it. And then I laughed and I walked away. <laughs> so that's all I think of when I think of Tomic is that even the artist was like, this is not very good, right? 
no uh, it's okay it's, it's okay it's okay i i mean i in, in the right situations it's a i think it's a pretty cool toolbox creature card to go against other like lands matters like get rock decks and stuff like that sure they can't target their lands but um, i imagine if any of these options had a second color in them they'd be in your niv mizzet gates deck yeah like, if they were azorius down. or selesnia i absolutely would be grabbing them but mm-hmm. you know i just it does feel really bad to reveal the top 10 you have like two basics three mono green cards and and then you get like two because you you revealed two azorius and two Grok. you're like oh yeah. that felt really bad so i try to maximize that so i'm not running too many mono colored cards in my version okay. and now there is one other card here that just coincidentally has value in a gates deck and i don't know if people run it or not but uh field of the dead cares about different named lands that you control if you control seven or more different named lands then every time a land enters the battlefield under your control you get to make a two two black zombie creature token so you're already trying to put 10 different named gates on the battlefield so um, why not for one of your non-gate lands run a Field of the Dead? It's colorless. It is and colorless. And I'm, I'm running a five-color deck. That's the only reason. Okay. But if you have one, it's kind of an expensive land. It is. It's, um, not, it's not too cheap, like 20, 20 bucks. It, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a great card. So if you're looking to run a Field of the Dead, you can get a bunch of blockers out too, which is needed when people are attacking you as you're on your vacation, which <laughs> is like not very appreciated, okay? I did not want that. Let's talk about the top three gate commanders on EDH Rec and see what they might have in common. Number three is niv Reborn, which funny enough, I did not expect to be number three. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know where I thought it was going to be. I thought this was maybe a less unique commander. Okay. Um, and now you can't look up Maze's End. You're actually looking up Maze's End as a card. It shows the top commanders. And then when you go to those commanders, you're looking at the land theme yes. is what you're looking at here. So Niv-Mizzet has 527 land theme decks, which is crazy. I did not expect that many. Um, if you go to the Niv-Mizzet deck, there's 144 specifically that are just land themed. Um, but this one's a little unique in that it's looking for a lot of two color cards. So General Ferris Rock Rick. Um, but some of the, the top cards, Uro Titan of Nature's Wrath, that one's really great because you can play it, you can draw a card, you can put lands onto the battlefield. Solid addition in a music deck. Um, and Bring Delight's also great. So you're already playing five colors. So you converge for five. You can search for an instant or sorcery. I'm usually looking, honestly, for like Circuitous Route or Explore the Underdark. If I'm doing for four different color mana, I'm going to get two gates no matter what. I'll I'll, I'll do it. But um, I'm, I am, it's great. I am glad to see that there is more than just land ramp being built into some of these decks too like the very first card that i see in top cards is faber o elder uh, a three mana tree folk druid zero zero that gets plus one plus one for each color among permanents you control and it, ta- it has vigilance uh, and taps for each color among permanents you control you add one mana of that color um so you know we talked about like that reshape the earth how it was a, a 10 mana spell nine mana spell and you're like you're already going to be at your gates by the time you get there but you are playing ramp outside of just your lands and you're going to be able to cast those larger mana spells that way yeah if you if you already have nimbus it out faber elder just taps for five five mana it's it's wonderful um and it's in two colors because it's green white this is why i play this version of this card tatio of benthic druid is also really great whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control you gain a life and draw a card Tatiova does Tatiova things. It's it's great because all you're looking to do is just draw is draw cards. The thing that Niv Mizzet has that um, might be a little different is that it relies on um, different types of board wipe spells. This one is running things like Merciless Eviction specifically or um, uh, Supreme Verdict, mm-hmm. whereas one of the commanders 
is specifically board wipes and the other one is not a five color deck. So this one I'm actually looking to just fully board wipe, um, but not too many because then it's not fun for anyone. All right. So perfect transition. We'll talk about number two on the list here, which is uh, Child of the Table, Child of Alara. Uh, Child of Alara is a five mana, six, six avatar for white, blue, black, red, green with trample. It says when Child of Alara dies, destroy all non-land permanents. They can't be regenerated. I've, this was the one that I think most people used to look at mm -hmm. playing as a gate stack. The problem is, I mean, it, it does what it says. You, you're destroying all non-land permanents. So you sacrifice Child of Alara or run targeted removal, remove your own Child of Alara, and then you're kind of just setting the table back a, a lot. Yep. And it doesn't seem very fun for most people, um, which is really the reason why I'm not running it. It's not fun to watch eight board wipes on stream, which is you know, primarily where we're playing sure. and they make games go really, really long. Mm -hmm. And I think the sweet spot that we've, we've talked about is, is around like 80 to 90 minutes, you know, an hour, you know, just under an hour and a half to an hour and a half game is great. I love, I love an hour game. Yeah. Sometimes they feel too fast. Sure. Um, but sometimes you get in at an hour and you've still already gone nine turns because everybody just kind of knew what they were going to do. Um, Child of Alara decks sometimes are board wipe, play a gate pass um yeah. but child of alara gets reanimated so they're not even putting it in the command zone it can sometimes run reanimate spells so it's got like a really different package than a nimiza deck yeah i might even care about the graveyard a little bit more um bringing stuff back uh, i see they're playing stuff like soul of wind grace in here so they're planning on pitching their lands and everything and um, I don't I've never played against a Gates Child of Alara deck before. I've only played against Child of Alara maybe a handful of times. And I remember one time someone playing a um, a wheel of green and white. I forget what that was. Wheel of Sun and Moon. Uh, yeah. And, and that one prevents um, death triggers from happening. So oh. uh, that so that Child of Alara game was extremely tolerable for me. Uh, it, it, it was a good time. But, you know, we talked about how Gates is trying to get to the late game. And who are we to fault the player playing? Uh, I can get to the late game from my command zone. Don't you worry. Yeah. And I, I, I this one has uh, Child of Alara has over a thousand land land themed decks on on eda track so mm -hmm. there's a lot um if you're if you're looking at just like the 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 high synergy cards they're they're like all identical to pretty much every every other one um this one does run cultivator classes which is nice to see because the child of alara decks is it's probably running way more lands than than the others um and it can also take advantage of the mdfcs um I saw those and I was just about to ask you, do you run MDFCs in your gates? I don't right. because I already have 21 lands. Well, 20 because mm -hmm. I'm not running um, the Thran portal, but I have 20 that are already coming in tap. So if I don't get Gone Gate, which is the the one that says all gates enter untapped or mm -hmm. an Amulet of Vigor or something, mm -hmm. I, I'm already going that slow. That's I just fair. I just don't have I don't have. When I say don't have time, it's I really I'm going to run out of time because they're going to get me before that happens. Um, but I also like Oracle of Maldaya. I'm not running that, but Oracle of Maldaya works where you can play an additional land on each of your turns. Oh, yeah. Explorations, great. Burgeoning, cards like that. You can run those if you're just looking to drop extra lands, Corsair of Crufix or even AC, Tyre, uh, Tyrant of Gyre Strait. 
These are all really good options. I see cards in here like uh, Dryad of the Elysian Grove, um, but I imagine if I go to the utility land section or anything like that, I'm not going to find the world tree to help fix your mana. So is is mana fixing not a problem? The reason uh, Elysian Grove is in this deck is just for the extra land drop. Like, do you do you run into issues with with mana fixing? Um, with the thriving. Thriving Gates being added, I haven't had an issue since I put the deck back together. Nice. Very nice. Um, I did used to say, oh, I only have one blue, and I also need two white, but the white <laughs> that I need is on the Azorius <laughs> land, so I don't actually have blue now because I, you have to, the, each of the lands you're, so I have to, it's the one deck where I have to actually set lands in piles and go, mm-hmm. these five are being spent on this. Mm-hmm. Do I have enough left to also play this? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm usually doing when my opponents are taking their turns because it does require <laughs> a lot of board management when all of your lands tap for two. Definitely. Um, it, it, you know, it's, it's really good. But the world tree is in fact in mine. Okay. I do need, I don't want to have to worry about it. I also run um, Chromatic Lantern. Okay. Because then it just says, oh, don't worry about your lands. They all tap for everything. Do you happen to run any gods to make any use of the activated ability off of the world tree to find any number of gods in your library and put them on the battlefield? Not a single god. I couldn't find a god that really cared about lands, really, so I didn't really know if it existed. Um, I do know uh, when when searching for some cards that were uh, trying to be able to fetch up gates to your hand or to the battlefield, um, I came across Kuro, the Boundless Guy from Kamigawa Neon Dynasty that has a death trigger to search your library for up to three land cards, reveal them, put them into your hand. I see them. Uh, at, at first, I wasn't sure. I don't I'm not really a big fan of lands to hand. I understand the necessity in a gates deck. Um, I like lands to the battlefield. Um, but at the same time, you know, in, in a Child of Alara deck, you can control when that death happens because your Child of Alara can destroy your own Korra and be able to get your lands exactly when you want them to. You'll be able to start playing them and recover immediately afterwards. So um, I think even lands to hand might have uh, a better place here in a Child of Alara deck versus some of these others. Yeah. Now let's talk about the top the top gate commander. And this one, I was not actually surprised at all. It, it makes total sense, which is uh, Nine Fingers Keen. Mm-hmm. So this card just came out. Uh, I mean, Brands Bank and New 2022. Um, it is a Sultai Gates commander. Yeah. So a 4-4 human rogue for one black, green, blue. Has Menace, which is great. Ward is pay nine life so probably never going to get targeted that's that's <laughs> just a just it's a quarter of your life by the time you actually go to target nine fingers can you've probably already lost a life to uh, a shock land or a fetch land or just someone swinging at you with the small creature so that is now becoming a quarter of your life oh yeah um and nine fingers keen is i think the unique take on gates here um whenever nine fingers keen deals combat damage to a player look at the top nine cards of your library you may put a gate from among them onto the battlefield then if you control nine or more gates put the rest into your hand otherwise put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order so um you're losing a lot of gates which stresses me out because you're only in three colors so you cannot play gates that have white or red on the card at all Mm -hmm. and so that's 12 legal gates in salti colors so we have 12 we have 12 legal gates that's that's going back to how it used to feel with only having 11 gates which is if someone removes one or mills two or exiles two or whatever it is you have to have another win condition um with 
Niv-Mizzet, it's already a large creature. Yeah. So you can swing for combat damage because it's a 6-6 six, six with spells that just generically are like, oh, also, you can put a counter on a creature. Opal Palace. You're like, the number of times I've died to Niv-Mizzet, Opal Palace, three swings from your deck is like more than four round of applause folks round of applause <laughs> for me thank you thank you very much yeah niv mizzet can be an alternate win condition so if you're later in the game you've knocked out an opponent niv mizzet can finish the game nine fingers keen is just a four four but you can make it larger i mean you can sure. do things it already has menace if you want to play cards that are going to make it larger um you have that now when you take a look at the high synergy cards here they're identical yes, they to the sure other one. Circuitous so route, open open the gates, gate creeper vine, explore the underdark, district guide, um, Sylvan Scrying, Crop Rotation. They're they're all they're all identical. But this one, Archelos, Lagoon Mystic, does make it into the top cards, which I am not surprised about. But Azusa Lost But Seeking, Oracle of Moldaya, cards like that are great. I think that this deck, and if I were to build it, I would fall back on a landfall strategy sure. as opposed to just hard relying on mazes and which is what i'm doing personally so you can add cards like avenger of zendikar mm -hmm. rampaging balos and that's where your giant beaters come in so even if you lose enough gates that you now have to find a regrowth or something to get it back from the graveyard hopefully it didn't go to exile um you can say fine i'll beat you down with 18 four fours yeah and i don't think you're let's let's just take a look a little bit at what you're losing you're losing red and white what does that give you in terms of your gates matters lands matters you're not going to get gates ablaze anymore in your gates matters for a board wipe but who cares you can play non-gates matters board wipe because you're in sultai and you have access to and because you're in wipes. because you're in blue green you get to keep the the tatiovas the yep. gretchen titchwellas coiling oracles you All get to keep those ramps. you get to keep the land ramps you can run generic tutors in black i also like blue. the idea of zimone quandrix prodigy it's mm. in my deck but i haven't played it zimone has uh pay one you can put a land from your hand onto the battlefield tapped that's great you get to keep the land ramp as well there um I'm not sure you lose a ton. Yeah, like, in, like, isn't isn't into the wilderness? Is that what the card's called from Throne of Eldraine? Through you exile cards on top of your library, and you can play an additional land. I think that's into the wild. Into the wild. Um. Yeah. You. You don't. You don't. Uh, no. It's not. It's not into the wilds. Um. The card is. Escape but to the wild. Escape to the wild. So you exile the top five. You can you can play cards from your library, exile this way um, until your next turn. Um, you you don't get that. Um, there 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 definitely are a few. You can't you can't ramp out like basics like dire strain rampage, which is green red. It doesn't ramp gates, but it it, it you know it, it does some some work there. So, so really, the biggest downside, the one that we already talked about, is you is the sheer number of, of gates, gates. Yeah, you're which is less gates. truly stressful. Yeah. I will say because the number of times that um, you realize I have one in hand, I have six out, and someone has something that's really not working. Every time you have to mill or something, you go, please, just please just don't be that second gate. That's that's <laughs> all, you know, or, or please just let me have enough mana to ramp out two or three more because I'll keep this one in my hand and not play it so no one knows my strategy. Um, now, if, if I were to pick an alternate strategy, I would pick something a lot more obscure. Um, I want to try to take my opponent's turns for them and get them to target nine fingers keen four times. 
so that they take 36 damage from the ward night interesting okay yeah. like worst fears and all the the, the yeah. steel uh emrakul you're Emer- gonna drop an emrakul mm-hmm. yeah how many times am i gonna drop an emrakul is the real question how many times you're gonna i don't know how many times you're gonna play you're gonna turn it to your hand somehow <laughs> yeah yeah who knows i mean it's all the times exactly it's it's all the time so um i i think it's cool i i really i like gates i was very excited to talk about um gates this week yeah hey you love this you you love an, this theme it's an alt win con man it's, and it's been around for a long time you know we've always had the alt win con i like playing gates and like um there was a historic gates uh deck that i was playing around for stuff so i guess i do have a little bit of experience gates and pioneer with the mazes and um yeah that's i guess historic Pi- and pioneer are very they're similar. kind of similar yeah um, um but yeah it's very cool um and and there's some i mean there's, obviously there's a lot of other commanders on here and you know there's that that one glaring uh commander at number four sitting on this list that uh, no one can play anymore yeah unfortunately golos the i would say probably the undisputed best gates commander which which is fine it it was very good i never actually ran it as my gates commander Mm-mm. um and then you know and then it did it did get banned um but on here you've also got uh, Chromat, which was just a generic five color commander people used to use. Um, uh, a Togatog, Cody Vociferous Codex. Um, I mean, there's even yeah. some on here for, for Cecily and Oathhelm. If you wanted to do a friends forever pairing, not many, but there are a lot. There actually are a lot of, there's, there's 11,000 mazes <laughs> and decks I, on EDA track. It's a really fun win condition. Yeah. And I do see, um, that nine fingers keen and Arkelios, in terms of the top 18 commanders for mazes end those are the only two that are not five colors so that's those that's gates on hard mode right gates there. on hard mode gates on hard mode uh well that's gonna be it we hope you enjoyed the trip through the gates through the pearly gates i see i see now what you but said you're like dead. wait are we dying we're not dead no we just went on we just went on a trip um that's gonna be it this week um we hope you all build a Maze's End deck and then play it with us. It's actually super fun. And there's a really cool promo that has a different artwork for Maze's End that came out um, for release weekend. So pick that up. Um, and if you want to chat with me some more, I'm on Twitter at Andy Flory. And I'm on Twitter at Worm Coil Engine. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, don't forget, if you're a patron, to catch us on Second Main. And we'll, call, ca- we'll talk to you next week. We'll call. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bye. Bye.